Welcome to Next Gen Video Game Theory by Nick Awesome. As always, guys, please make sure you click subscribe for more theories about video games and the future of it. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to Next Gen Video Game Theory. So today I want to talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And it is a fairly long game. And by long game, I mean extremely long. 90 to 120 hours for this epic of a title that follows the Viking Saga. I'm very far into this game. I have not beat it. And the reason why I have not beat it is it just seems like it continually drags on. And I know there are fans of this type of model. But the reality of the situation is I am sitting out here trying to figure out how I'm going to beat this game. I have done everything possible. I got this game when it first came out. Yeah, I've been distracted by stuff, but our game's becoming too long. And I don't mean that in a derogatory term. I just mean that this game is monstrous, and it feels like I'm never going to finish it. I finished most of England, as you can see, and I'm getting ready to go over here. And I was pretty excited to head off to Ireland for the first time. And the matter of the fact is, you have to be a 130 power to do that and it takes a lot of time to level up so not a big deal but what I have to do today is I have to go raiding or hunting or fishing or doing all those things to kind of level up in this game when the reality of the situation is I'm not sure if I can continue on in this story because now the story feels like it's struck out it feels extremely long and I feel like this is almost like Assassin's Creed Odyssey in that aspect, where the story is just so incredibly long. And you're sitting there just wondering, when is it going to end? And that's one of the questions that I'm getting here with Assassin's Creed Valhalla as I play it, is that the story takes off. It's a great story. I love the beginning, where you start off and it just starts you into it afoot. And I don't want to spoil that for anyone, but you basically start off in a big battle uh, after a big Viking party in the beginning of the game. Then you jump through and you go to each uh, place in England in this game. So you can kind of see all the places that you're traveling to. Um, Northumbria is one I still need to go to in the future. I just haven't reached the power level. And I also need to head over to Lincoln. I've done Lincolnshire, Legistrire, uh, all these different amazing places throughout England. Grantsbridge Sire. So you definitely have a lot of places to go. And these places are huge. These are not small places. I think one thing that's kind of overused in this game is that raiding feature. It feels it feels like you're always raiding and looting and trying to gain more goods. And I'm fine with that, like to a certain extent. Um, but then you get to the point where you're like, again? Really? I'm, I'm raiding again? And some people may not like that, but it's uh, the fact of the matter is, it does feel like at times where I am just sitting there raining over and over and over again, where I have to do something I feel like it was not spaced out. I'm sitting here 30 levels below, going to Ireland, and I have basically completed all of England that I can complete up to this point. It should not be like that. I think developers and i've done side quests it's not like i haven't done the side quests i have actually been doing the side quests in this game and i don't get me wrong the graphics are absolutely amazing you can kind of see the moon reflection through the clouds and 
all that stuff, the cows, the atmosphere of England, and the medieval period of time, and how you kind of connect that to the people of this time. But I'm going to go over here and I have to raid this village. And I know that sounds just absolutely crazy, having to raid a village, but that's where we're at in this game. I am literally raiding a village. And that's what it takes to basically level up. So I'll go down here and I'll bring in my crew. I'll blow my horn and start the Viking raid, per se. And the chickens run around, and that's kind of cool, a nice little touch. That chicken's running completely away. I've never really noticed that. Look at this guy. He's just running away. And uh, the chickens in this game, i got to tell you, they got some good AI for those. So, yeah, so basically, I mean, I'm raining to basically level up at this point. I am, I've got to gain 30 power levels, so I'm basically just going to slice and dice my way to the next level. And level up my settlement I guess is what they want me to do but that's also over I like the settlement upgrade but to make it a requirement to really move on I'm sure I can move on I guess but you know I I love Assassin's Creed but one of the things with Assassin's Creed is the games are just getting too monstrous in a way they're almost too long from that standpoint the Odyssey was one that was long Origins had the perfect, it seemed like or Assassin's Creed Origins had kind of that perfect way with the game. And what that did was, it was a perfect link, it wasn't bloated, it wasn't a game that was just trying to do, it was trying to do new things for that time period, but it wasn't something that was completely bloated, that was being blown out of the water for this particular reasons. And I, I think in gaming, we have to really ask ourselves, as I die, and probably why I can't level up, but in gaming, we got to really ask ourselves, do we want longer games, or do we want maybe 50-hour games that are a little bit shorter with higher quality? I still like 50 hours is extremely long, but it's blowing my mind that this game is 90 to 120 hours, maybe if I completely had focus on the campaign, but I feel like I should not be hitting... A roadblock at this point in time so maybe from a developing standpoint this is something the developers can look into in the near future of seeing what they can improve when it comes to Assassin's Creed Valhalla but they've done a good job and they really bring in um, everything you'd see on a Viking the nice tells you could tell they really cared detail wise about this game I think that's a great thing. I, I think creating a game that's based upon incredible details like this does go far. But they want you to do the side games, the side quests, the raids, the fishing, the hunting. And what if you don't want to do that? Then it seems like it's stretched out. So I've already done that in other games a lot. So I don't want to necessarily play Assassin's Creed Valhalla for the fishing and hunting is what I'm saying. I think there's more to it. So maybe just don't make this a requirement in the future. And that will give this game a little bit more life. Now, looking at it from that perspective, let's go into the combat of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The combat in Assassin's Creed Valhalla is very well done. You have a combat system that... Um, 
has been building upon Origins and Odyssey, that same system that's been out there for a while, so highly developed. They have very good music that plays in the background when you play this. And finally, I got my crew to show up. I'm gonna stay away from that guy. He's a little bit above my league. I have no health, so I'm done for. And amazing animations in this game. Um, I think the animations were well done. They thought deeply upon what they wanted to do, how they could create that Viking atmosphere, how they create the medieval atmosphere, and how of a king and now they're just introducing Alfred who was a major factor in fighting off the Vikings during this period of time and I think when we see this when we see the alliance map in this game that it mentions here console with frame to be at the alliance map the alliance map is a neat thing you can do so it shows you like you're conquering England as a Viking and you're pledging these shires basically of being able to take those located good job from that standpoint and making sure that Assassin's Creed Valhalla was up to par with that alliance map and the alliance map was a nice touch per se because what it does does is it really brings out that idea that total war type thing where you are conquering territories similar to the Total War series, where you go out there and you conquer those territories, you see a historical perspective, and I feel like in Assassin's Creed Valhalla you are seeing a historical perspective that's not on par with a lot of different games. And um, let's also talk about the wildlife. I really like what they did with this. The sheep in this game are hilarious. You go by them and they will bat at you. Um, this guy right here is going to sing a song to me. There it is, right there. So. That's one of the neat things, is you run by these sheep, you can literally create musical instruments with these sheep. And, yeah. So, back to it, the atmosphere. Um, you definitely get the atmosphere within this game. There is a distinct atmosphere to Hala and what it's trying to do, how they're trying to do it. And now the moon has come out, so the weather effects are there. You're seeing those right now. From a graphical perspective, this game is probably one of the best games. If you're playing on like a PS5, you're playing on Xbox Series X, you're playing on just on previous generation systems, you're going to have a great graphical experience. Um, the gameplay's been so refined at this point with the graphical effects of the moves and all that other stuff that you're just going to see a lot of different stuff. Now the map, as you can see up here, is a little bit different. You're going to have this map at the very top, similar to Origins and Odyssey, where you're traveling. They wanted to create this map because they wanted people to feel more immersed. Now with that being said, you can get some areas where it's kind of bland. There's nothing out there, as you can see. And the nearest object is 970 meters away. So we can go check that out and see what it is. But I'm just, there's, there's times if you decide to go the more immersive route, where you will be traveling a little bit more that can extend out this game to 120 hours when it's already at that point. So it almost feels like Red Dead Redemption from that aspect where you're feeling relaxed, you're on your horse, and you're traveling through that time period, uh, visiting and seeing the sights. Um, England is not as a diverse, I guess, this is more like Skyrim type background because it's England, so you're not getting as diverse portfolio of areas but you know what origins was all desert so what are you going to say but I, I think the idea game is great yeah 
Um, right now I'm hearing the wind effects. The wind effects are very well done, just little details that you would not notice otherwise in these types of video games. So the details are here. Um, I do feel, feel like the foliage is upgraded a little bit. It's very deep. It's very thoughtful, as you can see here. The water effects, they're well done. The reflections of the moonlight, ah, just such a nice um, moon, lunar graphical setting there that they thought of and bringing in those details and the environment. So here we can kind of see that they have bread, that the people are eating grain. Um, you can hear crickets off in the distance. So this is type of stuff. So the wind graphics are here. They're, the wind is swaying. Uh, I can hear the trees bustling. Um, I definitely like the idea of where you cross the stuff and you pick up some fruit or whatever that stuff is and it heals you. So that's kind of a nice feature. I like games where it makes looting easy. Looting should be as easy as possible when it comes to video games. It shouldn't be a pain where you have to stop, pick up, and do that. Um, and if you're doing that the whole time, see that's a loot system right there, so now my rations are full. Uh, that's a very neat. So this is kind of the building you'll see from a Viking perspective in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, you definitely get the feel that you are a Viking uh, in these giant structures that the Vikings built during the day. And I cannot think of the name of the neat, um, design that you see throughout this game. So the buildings, and you can kind of see these lighting effects just absolutely astounding and how it reflects off the wood surfaces that they've designed from a graphical texture perspective. The trees even have moss. This may be the first time trees really got looked into in Assassin's Creed was back during Assassin's Creed 3, if you recall, where they started climbing trees. This kind of led to the whole idea that everything's climbable in Assassin's Creed. So let's see if that does, um, that is, yeah. So the tree is climbable, it has moss on it. You can kind of see the textures. Uh, so very neat sure you might get stuck some places and you may not go any higher but at least you can hop up there i will also want to talk about the roman structures that you see in this game there is a plethora of roman structures that bring in the medieval era that hey there was once an ancient civilization in england that was very prosperous and you kind of see these structures and how it gives this eerie feeling as you literally walk upon the backs of those who came previously and are no longer there. So it's kind of an interesting theme when you look at that philosophically in this game. They hit that hard as you see a lot of these structures that you're able to climb up and go a little bit higher and take a look and then hop down. Not a place you want to hop down, but hey. So very neat game in that aspect. Now, the game is extremely long, and I'm not, I'm not here to say that it's necessarily a bad thing, it just seems so drug out, and I, I now have a vendetta to actually beat Assassin's Creed Valhalla, because it is such an incredibly long game. Um, it's a question we have to ask ourselves, is this the direction we want gaming to go? Is this really where we want games to go in the near future? And I think Valhalla does a great job, but you are going to be able to vote less times to other games if you're focusing on one game for three or four months at a time. But maybe that's what you want. Maybe that's the best bang for buck, especially now that we see games 
going to that price range of around $70, it may be actually one of those things where it's actually worth it. I do like these blue flowers in this game. There's such a, an incredible journey aspect to how they build out this environment with all the fauna and trees and flowers and um, everything in the English countryside you would see in the medieval era. So here we have another raid up here. I don't know where the heck I'm at. I might just be riding for fun. Um, this would actually seem to be a good raid to gain some supplies, so why not? Oh, we got, so here's how this map system works. We got this white thing up here. Um, I did see a little flicker off in the distance. So I'm not sure we're gonna get here. This may be rated the Animus. So we're gonna get a giant Animus structure. This is kind of a neat part to show you guys. Um, let's, let's click it. So these anonymous structures are part of the Animus, which is an Assassin's Creed. So it's a puzzle, basically. And these puzzles are sprinkled throughout the land. It adds an extra layer to this Bex, game. I found another anomaly. Is that what we're calling them? And another data packet. Should I get it? If it's anything like the last one, absolutely. So these anomalies are sprinkled all throughout England because this is a simulation, technically, in the Animus. And the Animus is part of Assassin's Creed. These Animuses are stringed. Is a basically a very high-powered computer that uses DNA to then take people back in time biologically to tell their stories that it's encoded on top of our DNA, which is a really neat concept when you really think about it from Assassin's Creed. Um, I'm just going to talk to you guys as I solve this puzzle. Hopefully I can solve it, but if not, you guys will see how smart I am. <laughs> but you can see the moon off in the distance there. So a lot of neat stuff they did with this game. Um, they really took the elements of even Zelda here. This is a very Zelda-like atmosphere, but this also extends out the game even more, these puzzles. You don't have to do these puzzles, thank God. Um, but you can kind of see where it could just get so trying um, at times to try to extend these puzzles out. So in this one, and the way these are solved basically is just point the lights to the blocks and you build a bridge. So I have a bridge made once I go back there and I take a look at this light. <clears throat> so we'll go up here and then we'll point the old light back down over here and then we're good to go. So just we'll drop back down back up so this is basically the idea of these animus lights it's you're just gonna continue on use some calculus use some trigonometry some geometry um, some assassin's creed ed skills and you're gonna get across there so if you played any puzzle solving game you're gonna feel right at home with these animus portions of this game um, i will say the animus has been they've had some other games where they've had some similar puzzles uh, I feel like they did expand a little bit in Assassin's Creed Valhalla with these types of puzzles that also expand this game a little bit further. But if you're looking for a game that has a long, long, and I, I don't mean to exaggerate guys, a long playtime. If you want to get the best bang for your buck, basically, um, not seen that before. I guess I gotta throw two on them. But if you want a game that's going to have a very long shelf life, basically, 
that is going to last to the end of time. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is definitely your type of game. Um, there is no going around that fact at all. Uh, I can't remember if you could double these up. Hmm. That's kind of a pain. I'm going to throw this back over here. There we go. That's what I was doing. There, that's all. Fairly, it looks complicated, but it's not. So, the puzzles are simple. They're not like you're going to just never be able to solve them. They do get fairly long. They'll kill you before they let you speak. I'll appeal to the council. They must know what the mad one has done. They're upon us. Now is not the time. Let's see where we can take this one. Oh, look, a blocky. And then I'll Oh! I almost fell down. I don't think that's the block that we want to take. So this is probably a more complicated portion. You may have to mess around a few times with these puzzles. It's a test of the will right now. But Assassin's Creed Valhalla does keep an honest eye on what it's trying to accomplish. It doesn't try to deviate too much from the past experience outside of these mini-games. Which is interesting. Um, so that's a good thing. If you're someone who likes Assassin's Creed but really wants to have a long game, definitely right down your alley. So that's what you're getting here. Alright, I feel like I've done this before. You know what I should have done? Oh, I know what I should have done. I'll just move this over here for now, just to keep it. But yeah, so from this gaming perspective, if you're someone who really likes puzzles, who likes to have a good time, for an extremely long time, you're gonna love Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But if you're someone who doesn't like puzzles, who doesn't like games that last forever, you might not finish this game. And I'm just gonna be completely honest with you guys. This is exactly what's going to happen to you. So just try to remain conscious of that as you play through this game series. Alright, so we're ready to climb up. I may have not solved that the best way. But you can kind of see the heights and the majesty of everything that they put into this game graphically. Hey, are I'm... you two hearing the same voices I'm hearing? Not sure what you mean. It's all quiet on our end. Damn it. Well, I'm at the second packet. You ready? I'm ready. All right, let's hear this, guys, and I'm going to close the video out. Be ready. So, as you can see, very strange stuff in Assassin's Creed Valhalla at times, where it takes you out of the game, 
Um, I don't know if Assassin's Creed should necessarily be doing that. I wonder if they should just fully commit to the whole Viking thing and say you're in the Animus Great and that's it. Instead of saying this backstory. That would... That's definitely something for the developers to take on. Um, but that was a cool one. I liked it. It was a fun little puzzle. Fun break. Maybe they're like, this game's so long, we gotta do something to break up this action. So... Alright guys, I'm just going to end it right there with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I hope you guys enjoyed that playthrough review. I got about 70 hours into Assassin's Creed Valhalla, as crazy as that sounds. I got a lot more to do. I did restart the game at one point, so that probably hurt the length of time. I'd probably have it completely beaten by now at this point, potentially. But I've heard it's 90 to 120 hours, So as I said. So, alright guys. Um... Just let me know in the comments what videos you'd like me to make in the future or a certain game, certain topic. I can definitely discuss about it. I'm more than glad to do that. And I'll see you guys later.